listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. I'm excited to be with you again this week here on Speaking with One Voice. We are so thankful for you, your listenership, your participation. We thank you for your feedback. Uh, please feel free to email us anytime at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org, rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. Org. We'd love to hear from you uh, regarding topics you'd like for us to discuss. And we also just like to hear uh, your success stories and the feedback you offer uh, from what you're gaining from this podcast. If you're not already doing so, please follow us on our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne, at Rodney R. Payne, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. I want to hop right into today's topic. I'm excited about sharing with you. As you know, our goal is to add value to you and to your team on your leadership journey. Our, our goal is to provide you with information that can make a difference in your everyday work life right now today. So today I want to talk about uh, defining a leadership mindset, defining a leadership mindset. What has become overwhelmingly common for us to understand is that the mind is where it begins, right? How we think, how we view things, what our perspectives are, this is going to be critical to our success as leaders. We have to get our minds right, so to speak. As leaders, uh, again, one of my favorite quotes about leadership is from Gerald Brooks. He says, when you become a leader, you lose the right to think about yourself. So considering the challenges that we face in our mind and our thinking, having a leadership mindset, what does a leadership mindset look like? What does a leadership mindset look like? Well, I'd like to take you on about a, a six-step journey today, six steps to really uh, get into this a leadership mindset. The first thing a leader does is a leader is willing to uh, embrace challenges embrace challenges. Well, understand that one thing a leader is certain of is that they are going to face challenges on a regular basis. Uh, leadership is challenging, no doubt. And then leadership also uh, affords us opportunities to face unexpected challenges, uh, different types of challenges, situational challenges, personnel challenges, financial challenges. The list of challenges goes on and on. But a leader must be willing to embrace the challenges. Uh, you can't have an inbox or a to-do list full of overwhelming challenges that you're not willing to address. So you want to make sure that you are willing to embrace the challenge. So to embrace the challenge literally means to face it head on. Uh, I know I'm going to face them, so let's not act surprised when they show up. Let's get us a process, a system, a strategy of how we uh, address challenges. Uh, I want to give you just a little thought here on challenges. Not every challenge is 
for the leader to face by themselves or perhaps even at all. So you want to work with your decision-making process to determine, does this challenge even belong on my desk? If it doesn't, let's get it to the right people, to the right team members who are authorized, who are well-capable, and, and you can hold them accountable and responsible for making a decision in this situation when you uh, look at that challenge. Once you are left with just the challenges that you need to face, let's embrace the opportunity and face them head on. One of the things I'll tell you today is really, and there'll be more to come on this, but I want you just to make sure you understand uh, how you address problems or challenges. If you know how you address problems or challenges, you create a system that enables you to uh, get through the challenge more quickly and consistently. So you want to embrace challenges. And if you're going to embrace challenges, step two is you have to be resourceful, right? You, you have to be willing to tap into external resources, to research, uh, to team members, to uh, industry standards, other experiences you might face. Uh, go look beyond your regular box of problem solving. Many times we go through problems in leading because we are unwilling to be resourceful. We're unwilling to go and do what the most successful leaders in history are all avid readers or intakers, if you will, of information. You have to broaden your resource uh, cabinet, so to speak. Uh, many of you have added this podcast to your cabinet. Uh, what other resources have you added? What books are you reading? Uh, how common, uh, how modern is the information that you're using? How relevant is it today? So you have to be resourceful because your challenges, while you, there's no doubt we're going to face them again and again and again, uh, let's understand our challenges will change on us. They will get new. And so when we get new challenges, we have to be resourceful in how we go about addressing those challenges. So your resourcefulness is really based on your willingness to continually educate yourself in your given area. You want to truly Focus on being a subject matter expert as it relates to your product, but then you want to be intentional in assessing your uh, SWOT analysis, your 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 strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. So you have to know what you can kind of look for. And one of the things that I like to say in, in looking to be resourceful is step one is going to be to control the controllable, right? There are things that I know I can control. There are other things I, I know that I cannot control. But what I can control is how prepared I am, what resources I have at my disposal, how much I'm willing to invest in myself as a leader to, to make sure that I am prepared for what I may face. So when I'm developing this leadership mindset, I'm going to embrace challenges, but I'm also going to be resourceful. I'm going to be willing to color outside the lines, remove the lines from the box to allow myself to think freely. A, a leader who is going to have a leadership mindset must be resourceful. And in order to be resourceful, you've got to allow yourself to think freely. Now, I want to put a couple more in here because we've talked about embracing challenges. We've talked about being resourceful. Uh, but you know, as a leader and you want to have a mindset, I want you to develop the buck stops here with me. I want you to get an attitude that says the buck stops here. In other words, I want you to be willing to hold yourself accountable. Anytime you can go through leadership and you uh, fail to talk about accountability, you are really doing a leader a disservice. As leaders, we must be accountable 
answerable. Answerable to who? First and foremost, to myself. There should be a standard that I set for myself as a leader that is higher than what anyone else could place upon me. So regardless of the organization, regardless of the team, the project, the client, there should be no one who holds me to a higher standard than I'm willing to hold myself to. So I first must be answerable or accountable to myself. I must also be willing to be answerable answerable to uh, those I am leading to to my team members, uh, answerable to my clients, those that I'm serving, uh, answerable to the community that I serve in, answerable to my family. So these are things that we must be willing to do, hold ourselves accountable. When a leader is unwilling to hold themselves accountable, then they really lose the leadership integrity necessary to hold others accountable. You want to model the behavior that you expect for your team to follow. If you expect for your team to be accountable, when you give them a, a task, you expect them to be answerable to you when you give them something to do, then you should model that behavior. Get out of the habit, break the bad habit of expecting from others what you're unwilling to do yourself. Don't give someone a task that you wouldn't do or that you're unwilling to do or that you feel like uh, is unnecessary. I want you to make sure that if accountability is important to you and if you are a successful leader, accountability is important to you, then you must hold yourself accountable by modeling accountability before your team, before those you serve. So uh, on this journey, we're we're defining a leadership mindset, and this is a topic that we revisit from time to time because it's just so relevant. Uh, Number one, we're going to embrace our challenges. Yes, they're coming, but we're going to be willing to face them head on. We're going to be resourceful. We're going to break down the lines of the box and think outside the box so that we can get problems solved uh, creatively. Uh, Then we're going to be accountable. That means we're going to be answerable. We're going to model accountability before our team and those we lead so that we can have a culture where everyone is willing to be accountable. Listen, you are listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We are talking about defining a leadership mindset. Let's move to number four. Number four is discipline. Oh my goodness, discipline. Now, what I want to do here is I want to talk about discipline, but I I don't want you to think of necessarily doing things um, out of habit or doing things that don't matter. When, When you think about discipline, what I want you to think about is there are going to be some sources from which you have gained education, insight, process, leadership skills, and style, etc. And whatever development model you subscribe to, uh, that becomes your teaching or your training. What discipline is, is discipline is the willingness to adhere to your training. So you have to make sure that you have a very specific training regimen in place as a leader that will then determine what processes you follow. So discipline is more than just a calendar that says I'm here every day at this time to do the same thing. Discipline is more than just a routine. Discipline is the willingness to to truly adhere to a given a set of instructions or teaching or, or values that you have determined are, are significant to you that you will adhere to. So if you are going to be a leader of integrity, you're going to have to be disciplined in doing the right thing, even when no one 
is watching, if you're going to be disciplined in clearing your queue of tasks that you have, you have to develop a discipline and a system for how you do that. Do you start with the most difficult tasks? Do you have certain times of the day, the week, the month that you clear for your thinking? These are thought processes and and things that you've acquired in your training that you are going to hold yourself, again, here's that word again, accountable to on a regular basis. So discipline is also something that you want to have in every area of your life. Uh, Many people find areas that they can be disciplined in and others that they choose not to, but the most effective and disciplined leaders are leaders who are disciplined in every area of their life. Think about it this way, using a very simple simple analogy. If you are undisciplined in your health, but disciplined in your work, your health will ultimately prevent you from doing your work. So it's it's advantageous for you as a leader to be disciplined in your health. Uh, if you are a disciplined leader who does Uh, who works extra hard and could be considered a quote-unquote workaholic, and you stay and get the job done, but you're not disciplined in taking care of your own mental health. Now you will, what will happen is you'll burn out because you've worked too hard. Uh, if you're a disciplined worker, you get the job done, you lead teams, you find success, but you neglect your family. Now you're out of balance because your family is depending on you. Can you see how discipline impacts every area of your life? So what you want to do is don't over I'll call it this, overrule yourself. Don't give yourself so many rules that you can't keep up, but develop a few key disciplines that are transferable and they work in every area of your life and you will see your job satisfaction, your productivity, and the effectiveness of your leadership all increase. So just just get a few. Don't, Don't try to overdo it. Don't try to get a list of 55 things you have to accomplish daily, but find a few key disciplines, again, that are transferable, that you can apply in every area of your life and your leadership journey will greatly improve and your leadership mindset will also greatly improve. Not only uh, do you want to have discipline, we as leaders can oftentimes get really uh, excited and motivated, energetic and, and push for the win and try to get across the finish line so much so that we can almost overlook the fact that the team, that's the people who got us where we are. So if you're really going to just develop and continue to grow and define your leadership mindset, you have to be willing to have genuine concern for others. You have to care about the, those around you. You have to care about humanity, mankind, people, and team members. Uh, a quote from John Maxwell, my mentor, he says that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So care is not something that can be manufactured or that can be uh, somehow uh, disingenuous. You have to genuinely care for others. People know and appreciate when you care for them. When they know you don't care for them, they are less likely to give you their best effort. They're less likely to stay with you long term. People want to be compensated as a part of the package. Yes, good pay is is not motivating, but it does give people a reason to come to work. But when people know for a fact that you care about them, now they're additive to the team 
from a perspective of one who cares for the team and not just somebody to get a job done. So this is a, a real, um, it requires us to look in the mirror. We have to be really, really uh, intentional here and be conscientious. And I know that we want to get it across the finish line. I know we want to win. I know we want to measure the matrix and measure the statistics. But I'm going to tell you, you have to genuinely care for people. Um, as you all know, I'm a certified Maxwell team member um, of the executive brand of that. And one of the things that that affords me an opportunity is a couple of times a year, I get to uh, be in the same room with John with not a great big thousands and thousands of people. Uh, on one occasion, I was hanging out, literally hanging out with John Maxwell. And if you've ever had the opportunity to watch any of his speeches, he's going to say something in every speech. Uh, it's usually at the beginning, and he may even reiterate throughout. He's going to say, hi, my name is John, and I'm your friend. Now, he says that so much, everyone knows that, and I get it. That's his tagline. It's his hook. I, I get it. But no, it's more than that. It's personal. When I had a chance to be with John for a recording in the one-to-one -one environment, um, John, he says, hi, I'm John and I'm your friend. But the difference is I really felt like I was John's friend. John was very sincere and genuine in his expression of I'm your friend. So much so that my wife was traveling with me and he went and personally greeted her when that was not necessary after a long day's work for him to do that. But he simply cares about people. And that is a beautiful thing to find in a leader. So I want you to take the time and do whatever you need to do to get yourself the soft skills to be able to genuinely care for people. And the key to caring for people is you must be willing to communicate that care. Let them know that you care by your word and your actions, by what you say and what you do. People appreciate knowing that they matter to you more uh, than for just what they can do for you. So uh, as we wrap this thing up, we want to embrace challenges. We want to be resourceful. Make sure we're accountable. Uh, make sure we're disciplined, have genuine care for others. And lastly, uh, if we master this one, the other one gets easier, right? It's humility. We have to be humble. Uh, we have to make sure that we consider others before ourselves, that we consider others equally as valuable to our team as we do ourselves. Many times, uh, leaders are extremely multifaceted, gifted, and talented. And as a rule, oftentimes on the teams they lead, they are one of the most uh, intelligent people in the room or the most gifted people in the room. But let's let's not mistake this thing. We No leader is an island. Every leader he or she is going to need a team to be successful. No one likes an arrogant leader. No one likes a braggadocious leader. Uh, leaders, uh, people love to be led by leaders who don't think uh, overly highly of themselves. That does not mean that you shouldn't have leadership confidence. That doesn't mean that you can't 
express your personality. But you have to remember, you are not always the smartest one in the room. And if by chance you are the smartest one in the room, you need a bigger room to go sit in. So I want you to think of yourself in the in, in the right perspective. Obviously prepare, obviously be the best you can be at what you're doing. But at the end of the day, don't be so hard to get along with because you're just that good. People want to learn from you. People want to grow with you. People want to appreciate you. Give them a space to do that. If you are so busy tooting your own horn, as we say, and no one else has time to recognize how good you really are. So let's work on humility. Let's get a proper view of ourselves. Let's let's promote others above ourselves. Let's allow someone else to get the spotlight. Uh, uh, one of my mentors in life, his name is Pastor James Coates, and he, he says, and I'm sure he is not the originator of this, but I've heard it before, but he says this often. He says, it's amazing what can get done when it doesn't matter who gets the credit. I want you to be a great leader. I want you to have a leadership mindset. So I want you to embrace challenges. Be resourceful. Hold yourself accountable. Be disciplined. Have genuine concern and care for others and be a humble leader. You have been listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you for hanging out with us again this week. Make sure that you visit our website, RodneyRPayne.com. Follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne and make sure that you know we are here to help you and add value to you or your team. Uh, I'm excited. I'll be making an announcement in just a few weeks. So hang with me. Keep coming back. Keep sharing. Keep liking. Keep rating and subscribing to this podcast. We'd love for you to write us a review. That would be awesome. And, and as always, thank you for being with us. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing together. Listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of listening to speaking with one voice.